When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Make sure you download the app and then use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Luke Stuckmeyer here on a, what are we, Wednesday? We are Wednesday, hum day. Along Wednesday. with uh, Cody Del Mendo, the uh, founding father of Delmetrics, and Ryan Herrera, Bench 275. I did. Uh, we're ready to talk a little Cubs with you. I see the chat is up and ready, waiting for us. Thanks for waiting. Here's a Devers. There's a Devers. Everybody wants a Devers, says Gary Ross. One of the topics we will talk about today is the let's make a deal for Rafael Devers. Is it possible for the Cubs? What would you be willing to give up for Rafael Devers? And then later in the show, uh, we're going to talk about our slogans. You know, the Cubs' slogan for 2022 was, it's different here. (laughs) If we could go back and redo that slogan for 2022, what are some of the ideas we have? And then what suggestions would we have for the Cubs to announce at Cubs convention for possible slogans (laughs) for 2023? Talk about that and more. Uh, so let's get right into the Devers thing, right? I saw our friend Greg Zumak, friend of the show, throughout his most recent Devers deal suggestion, and he's right. No matter what deal you throw out on this, people will be there will be a, a fraction of fans that will be angry about the deal, mm-hmm. and there will be a fraction of the fans that will be like, oh, yeah, I am on board. Let's do the deal. So <laughs> you're never going to make everybody happy. His suggested hypothetical deal to get Rafael Devers from the Red Sox as he enters the final year of his control. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't sound like it's going well. I know the Red Sox are trying to keep him, but he suggests Christopher Morrell, Keegan Thompson, Owen Casey, who I've seen described as the best power bat in the Cubs organization, despite what Matt Mervis has done, that Casey has the natural power that could eventually play out the best in the big leagues. Uh-huh. And then maybe throwing in Miles Masturboni. Miles Masturboni. Okay. Uh, I personally think that's probably a little bit light. That's that's mm-hmm. too light, but he also he, did he update that. it. Yeah, he updated it. Okay, and what was the update? Uh, said he forgot to include Chris Sale coming back in the deal, so taking on the money that he's owed from so the Red pay, Sox. And so you, with those guys, of, you of, get Devers and Sale, but you have to pay a lot of money to Chris yeah. Sale for two years. Mm-hmm. For a guy that hasn't been healthy in like two or three years now, honestly, since yeah, 2019, he's yeah, yeah. paid so. a lot of money to Jason Hayward to yes. not play this year too. So yeah. I think what he's saying is like, it's kind of like one of those where you talked about the Cubs trading for Eric Hosmer, but you know it included a prospect mm-hmm. and you'd have to give a bless in return kind of thing. Back in the, it's, it's basically you're taking on a bad contract 
to devalue that side so you don't have to give, give up as much as as you would just straight up trading for Devers? Here's why I don't think those two would go hand in hand. I know that we've seen that suggested before. I feel like if the Red Sox were trying to get the sale money off their books, it would be so that they could give it to Devers. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, to me, that makes sense. If you're just taking money off the table for sale, it's not like they'd be taking that money and likely spending it on a big free agent because they're all gone at this point. Right. So I, I think one would be to do the other. But I like what he's saying. I, I'd be willing – personally, I'd be willing to do that if deal. If that's what the Cubs are giving up, yes, I would do that deal if I'm Jed Hoyer. I would but do it immediately. I, I don't think <laughs> – I don't think that's close to the deal they'd have to or no. to the to the package. And they could get a better get. deal from other teams. Yeah, the Red Sox would need more in a yeah. deal like that. And but. none of us would do the deal unless Devers was at the same time simultaneously signing a long term yes. extension with yeah. the Cubs. That's, like, the, whole that's the whole point of the deal. I also think though, with all that said, every day that Rafael Devers remains a Red Sox and is and is not extended is another day of leverage lost by the Red Sox with other teams. Mm. So yeah. you know, if they go into the season and they still don't have the extension, like this, it screams. This screams twenty twenty one Cubs to me. Whether when it comes to the guys that they moved, like, and and we'll see if he he's willing to talk extension in season. Like, I don't know. Like it's it's very interesting. And given the history of the Red Sox, you know they traded Mookie Betts, they they let Bogarts walk, and they haven't done anything to make their team better. They signed Corey Kluber today. And Who signed him? The Red Sox did. They okay. signed Corey Kluber mm-hmm. today. And, okay, they signed the guy from Japan, which many think is a little bit of an overpay, but whatever. I, I don't know. We'll see. Like, what the Red Sox have done, they have to have had arguably the worst offseason so far for any team in, in baseball. Maybe the Dodgers, just because they haven't done anything and they've lost guys. but they still have shortstop, but, yeah. But they still have the top – one of the top – systems and and all of baseball so maybe they maybe they're going that route where they're like okay we're gonna we're gonna take an off season off here and see what we got on the farm and whenever you're already paying Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman and some of these other guys you can you can get away with that with your yeah. fan base but the Red Sox they're a team that I think their farm is is fine but it's not one of the top ones in the league and they've lost players yeah you know what I mean and so like going into this year right now at least for me like it screams that they're going to end up moving Devers. That to me, that's what it's screaming. Because like, if they're not willing to bring Bogarts back, not willing to bring back Mookie Betts, then then like, why are why, why would they bring back Devers? Especially with, considering the situation they're in, they're not trying to make their team better. They let Avaldi walk, then sign Kluber, who's older. And like again, I would have liked Kluber on the Cubs given the situation. You know, as like a short term, like you know, whatever situation. But like the Red Sox are also in a much tougher division. They, they, I get. It looks like they're going into reload mode. Yeah, like yeah. a reload, or maybe not necessarily like a full on rebuild. But like, I feel like they're gonna be taking this year off, basically, unless unless they make a massive trade to bring in a major name or something like that. But like, I, I mean, I do think I they're still gonna work on an extension with Devers. Like and, after and maybe they will. As, because as Evil Wax he's Evil Wax says they got fleeced for bets and now they lost Xander Bogars. Like so that's you know two really, really good players that they've had in the last two years that have now on other teams for that they don't really have anything back from. I do think they won't give up Devers for a deal that they aren't completely confident they win. For sure. That's one of the and that's just baseball now it's like as much as the 
the uh, Scott F. Ross, Hayden Wesneski trade surprises because even as Jed Hoyer said, it was just a, guy, a baseball player for a baseball. It was a straight-up baseball trade, old school, just real guy for a guy. Like, it wasn't like, well, we need this guy because he's going to help us in the future versus this guy who's good now. Like, it was just Yankees needed a reliever. Cubs, you know, had a need for starting pitching and, and yeah. younger guys. So baseball trade. The, that uh, I'm, What I'm saying is, like, that's – that's not the standard anymore. I don't. It doesn't feel like so. I don't think the Red Sox would make a trade that they're like. You know what? That's an even trade. That's a pretty fair trade. They want to win the trade. The one that Greg put out there definitely, in my opinion, doesn't get it done. And I don't know how much more it would have to take. I don't like putting out like spe- like specifying what I think each side has to give up because I it just it just feels like something that you get completely burned by if you just put that thing out. But it's gonna be more than that. It's gonna be more than it was Morel. Keegan and, and Owen Casey. Yeah. That's a starting point. Like that yeah. maybe it doesn't I mean, it's not a complete starting point, but it's like it's definitely not all the way there. You have to add another piece, another high end piece, maybe another couple mid to high pieces. Like it's well think about the Soto deal. It's it's, it's gonna be it's solid. not as big as the Soto deal, but it would be similar to no. the Soto well, deal. The, the Soto deal also he had all another couple years of control yeah. or another year or so of control. That helped. You know, give the give the Nationals like leverage in asking a high price. Devers is a different story since he will be a free agent next year. And, you know, provided he doesn't get an extension done, but I don't know. It, it's gonna it's gonna be up there because he is a good player, young player. He he fits a lot of the things the Cubs need. And I, I, I our lefty third baseman. I would assume the Red Sox know for that. a long time. A Your long infield time. is set. Minus first base for a long time. Yeah. The Red Sox have to know that. First base, is, there's upside, at least, for the Cubs. So, if sure. they were, if they yeah, were Oh, yeah, there's that. possibilities, but you would... Second, short, and third would be locked mm-hmm. up for a long time. Now, Cody always has said that, like, he thought... Thinks the, uh, an Otani deal, they're losing leverage by the longer they hold on to him, right? And you're suggesting the same for this. The only thing I would say about that is they still would have great potential for moving Devers at the trade deadline to a contender that also yeah. wants to re-sign him. Because yeah. you add him, and all of a sudden, it's like the Padres trying to add Soto. All of a sudden, I, you make your team really serious for mm-hmm. the postseason. I guess, what it, I guess it would just come down to, is a team desperate enough? Yeah. You know, we saw at the Soto trade, the, like they, the Padres literally gave up their entire farm system to get a Soto. To me, that like you said, more years of control, also 23. It's a... Devers is a few years older, yeah. but still mid twenties. Like I guess in a way, it's not too different. But again, it would be a rental. You know what I mean? And I think if a team say it's like, I don't know, say say it's the Yankees. I, not the not that the Red Sox and Yankees are going to make a big trade like that. <laughs> Never but say, again. But not say, after Babe Ruth. But, <laughs> but but say but say it's a team yeah. like that. Right, right. And like <clears throat> the Yankees are are leading the the AL East and and whatever. And they need one big bat. And they just sell the farm for Devers and, you know, maybe the Yankees would give them the money. But, like, I, I just don't think there's a guarantee. And I in what and we've seen the Yankees specifically the last couple trade deadlines where they haven't really done that. You know what I mean? Like, they missed out on Soto, too. They missed out on other guys. They didn't – they spent on Aaron Judge. But, you know, they, 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 they've missed out on guys. So, like – Across the league, outside of the Padres making that trade for Soto, we haven't seen a team willing to sell the entire farm for a guy. And I think Soto is just a, a special, a special type of scenario. Well, and it's because at that point, it's like I said earlier, it's like teams want to win the trade, and to really make deals like that, you have to be, 
you have to be willing to risk losing that trade to get a player like that at a time when like right. you're you're going all in, you're trying to win the World Series. Might you lose out on on some guys, some really good prospects, guys that you know a couple multiple guys that are going to be all stars for a long time. You may miss out on that, but the ultimate goal is to win the goddamn World Series. Like that's right. why you that's why you play this game. If you're going and getting a guy like Rafael Devers, you know you hope that you can extend him, but mm-hmm. if you're giving up some good prospects, you're 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 that's a that's a that's a risk, and you and have to be willing major to make league talent. If, like if they were doing it now, you have to be willing I, to Greg's, make that gamble. Greg suggests a deal. I feel like Steele would probably be in the deal. Um, Wisniewski might be in the deal. Like you, I think you'd have to give multiple guys that have shown something yeah. at least a little bit at the major league level, and you might have to throw in PC. Like they'd probably try yeah. to get your top prospect or number two prospect or number three prospect. So. I don't know. Well, and that's that's it, the debate is is the timing right to make that move, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. You always say you add a player. Ryan always believes if you can add a great player, you add a great player because prospects are prospects, prospects right? Are prospects. Yeah. And I, I do understand that. Well, it's just where what I'm where I'm at is is again what I just said. Like, you have to be willing to lose a trade in, in a scenario yeah, like th- that because if you if you're not willing to, you don't you don't really care about winning. I will say. If the Cubs did include PCA, then I think you don't have to send as many pieces, in my opinion. You're also losing your number one prize. I mean, it's, it's again, I'm not – I don't I know think, what the Red I Sox think, are interested in. I don't know what I think the, if, they, they'd you want know, to it's trade. Thompson, Morrell, and PCA, maybe another throw-in, fine. I, but if it's Morrell, Thompson, Casey, and no PCA, then, yeah, I, you probably would have some, to send another <laughs> – one or two other minor leaguers. You're sending. You're sending <laughs> bag of four twenty. Doesn't solid, like us, Cody. That's my uh, guy. Herrera with guys. the hot wow. takes. Much better than Del Softo and Puke Suckmeyer. Oh my god! Jeez. All right, oh. Vaga. Jeez. Vaga. Look at him. He's got the weed Puke and the, he's got the that's weed a, in the that's sun. That's a good one. Puke Suckmeyer. Is, is no, one I've never it's before. actually not. It, uh, in high school, I had a kid that always called me Puke Stuck on My Tire. Oh, <laughs> I was like, okay, that's nice. <laughs> Uh, anyway, man. I I think it's, that's it's, like it's the difference between I think that's this difference though between if you add PCA or not. If you add PCA, I think you don't have to give up as many pieces. But if you're not adding PCA, I think you're sending at least four or five guys, and that would include Morell and and Thompson. Just and then three prospects. Yeah. Maybe that's not PCA. It, it's, but. it's a weird. It's a weird situation because again, like I don't know if Jed is is willing to. At this point, where the Cubs are at, willing yeah. to, I mean, because like 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 we've talked about, at, where the Cubs are at, you're trading for these guys because you want to extend them, you want to re-sign them. They're going to be here when this next great Cubs team arrive. Like the Cubs aren't winning the World Series next year. Trading for Rafael Devers isn't going to change that. I mean, maybe he's going to help. Probably will help them get to the playoffs if anything. But I, I don't see them as a World Series contender, considering where the other contenders have improved this offseason. I agree. So you're not. The Cubs aren't specifically at that level where, like, Jed is, is willing to take on the risk and risk potentially losing that trade because this guy's going to help them win the World Series next year, which is the ultimate goal. They're not yeah. at that stage. I still say you should try to get good players when you can, and, and mm-hmm. if you have to get up some prospects, you do it because yeah. prospects are prospects. But it, it's looking at it realistically at where the Cubs are at, I don't know if the Cubs are in that situation. Like, my mindset and my right. philosophy is different than what the Cubs' front office uh, looks at it right now, and I just don't know that I see them 
being willing to take on that risk of losing a bunch of really good prospects for Rafael Devers. Super chat. Super chat. Super chat. Uh, the Duke 811. Absolutely yeah. not. Please don't send PCA. Hi, guys. 1999. The Duke stepping Ooh. it up. Hi, the Duke 811. Appreciate that. Now, v- Vaga 420, we're not reading your comments anymore unless yeah, we get I'm a super chat out of you. you know, I've been nice. <laughs> How about them apples? I also think Del Sato is a, is, a, is a great troll, so, you know, whatever. I, I do. I would... <laughs> I would definitely, though, if the Cubs can get Chris Sale off them, like I, I would really, I'd be really excited if they got. Well, Chris just Sale. for the sleeveless jerseys alone, on a couple days a year. We talked about this pitching infrastructure and how they're able to, you know, fix guys that are coming off down years and stuff. And the whole thing with Sale is just the fact that he's not been healthy. He had Tommy John. He came off Tommy John last year and he got the comeback or they hit him and then he got in that bike wreck, whatever, change of scenery, guy. I think if, if the Cubs just did, like, a trade with the Red Sox just to get Chris Sale off their books and they don't have to send much of anything at all, I'm so for it because I just think there's still upside there, and I trust the Cubs when it comes to the pitching infrastructure. You know what I mean? So I mean, you if they are taking offers, you have to at least be in on the conversation because he's a top third baseman and he's 26. Right. Right, I think, you have to at least yeah. have a conversation with the Red Sox about right. it. I'm not saying they get the deal done. I'm not either. And I'm not saying they need to make a lowball offer, but they they need to at least make a phone call. Yeah, I'm sure other teams I'm sure are they too. Are. I'm sure every team is. Yeah, Devers is available. Just, every team's got to at least be like, okay, what would I it just take? like? I just don't even know if Red Sox fans even know what this team is trying to do right now. You know what I mean? Like. They've let guys walk. They they let Martinez go. They mm-hmm. let Bogarts go. They let Evaldi go. And they signed Kluber. They signed the guy from Japan. And you look at their roster right now, and you look at that tough AL East, and you're like, this team is in sell mode, it feels like. So, but if they did, if they did find a way to pay Devers and, and keep him long-term, then at least you have a building block there uh, moving forward because he is young. What, he's going to be 26 this year? So like Something it's like not that. it's not like it's not like he's thirty two having the best year of his career and is you know got the back years of his prime like he's like he's mean? ready to trend he's down. ready to like historically yeah. that's what he it should would be, be continuing but, to, sh- to yeah. trend up so yeah the Red Sox should be doing whatever it takes honestly to keep him because he's far and away their best player now and their fan base is mad Whoa. like can't their fan base is far and like. Like, we understand how, like, Cubs fans are after everything that happened with those trades, like, with everyone being angry. Right. Losing bets, losing losing Bogarts, if they don't keep Devers, then, like, I mean, it's just the same thing, in my opinion, it's except like for the Red Sox. losing all the Cubs players. Yeah, like, so, like, the Red Sox, I lean to believe that they'll find a way to pay him because, like, they're just not a team that ever really goes in, like, those full-on rebuild-type situations over the last decade or two, so you got to have some building block there for the future. So I lean to think that they'll find a way to extend them, but yeah, the Cubs should be calling and finding and, and talking. I know Jed yeah. Jed has Jed has some relationship with some of those guys in that front office, right? Yeah, I mean, I saw. I don't know. Like, saying, it was a while ago. I know it's been ten years, <laughs> but like he has to know someone there. I <laughs> Joe is saying Cubs really need Davis and Canario to get healthy, fast, back on track. Um, and I also saw Davis as a guy mentioned by someone in the chat as start with Davis and some other names instead of PCA. I don't think – I would guess that Davis is not a guy that would almost be tradable at the moment. 
just because teams would be way too afraid to make him a major piece of a deal, knowing that he just came off back surgery and they haven't really seen him play, and he, he stopped playing in the fall league. So while the Cubs certainly value Brendan Davis, and a, a large portion of the fan base certainly values Brendan Davis, I think other teams would be very leery of making Brendan Davis a key piece of mm-hmm. yeah. a deal in, re- in return right now. So that that's why... I think a name, any other names would pop up much more often than Brendan Davis right now in any deal. Yeah. Jason yeah. Robinson, uh, super chat, but he didn't say anything. Mm, but I want to acknowledge the 199 super maybe chat. Maybe he just wanted to say Jason Robinson. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Which yeah. I'll say again, Jason Robinson. Jason Robinson. Jason Robinson. That's worth two you. bucks. There are prospects out there that we don't Jay know Rob- name there you go. Jason Robinson. Oh. <laughs> maybe this is it. How often do prospects turn into stars until they do it in the show? They're just names. That's what I try to say. As much as like we put stock in these guys, like Pico Armstrong looks like at the least, uh, a perennial gold glove contender at in center field, right? Like Brennan Davis, until these injury issues look like the next big thing for the Cubs because he kind of was. I mean, you go back a few years ago, Braylon Marquez and Miguel Amaya were sure things in this season. Braylon Marquez was like the best pitching prospect the right. Cubs had had in years. And and you see injuries happen. Uh, slow development happens. Guys come up here and, and just don't. You know, just don't succeed at the level you thought they could because they, whatever they regress or they just don't develop, and it happens. So, I, in my mind, like as much as you want to hold on to these pros- prospects and believe some of them will develop into all stars, th- that that happens to obviously a lot fewer prospects than there actually are in the minor league system. So, if you have an opportunity opportunity to trade them or get something of value for them when their value is at its highest, definitely look into that because. You're getting guys who are proven at the major league level for guys that aren't is the way I kind of look at it. 420 won me over. Let's see. Got to read it. It's a super chat. Vaga420, our friend. He says, Triantos Davis Wicks starts the talks. Get him. <laughs> Triantos, well, Triantos has high upside, no doubt. I think he could emerge as a top 100 guy this year when because he, he's going to be in South Bend. Um, Davis, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the value of Brennan Davis is right now. And if then, that actually started the talks – I would have two phones out trying to dial <laughs> one <Yeah>. time. <laughs> and Jordan Wicks, I you know, not that those aren't going to be good. First players. round pick, he's supposed to debut next season. Yeah, potentially like, could could be up at some pow- point. Like a, I wouldn't say a power lefty, but a left-handed pitcher with high upside has potential to be a, you know, you know, a really good pitcher for the Cubs as a starter. I mean, you can argue Wicks as being their best pitching prospect. So you know, like, I think that. You do that if you do if if it starts with that. I still think you got to throw in at least one major leaguer for the Red Sox to even yeah. consider it. But no, I mean those are all guys that we all think have high upsides. Yeah, you'd rather yeah. not give them uh, Dylan Cease, right? But you know it things work that way with prospects too. The guy yeah. turns into Dylan Cease, and you yeah. regret it for a few well, years. And, and that's what I'm but saying. But if you win a World Series because of it. Well, and also, Torres, that, that, or whoever it might be, and, then it's and, worth it. And that's what I'm saying when when you have to be willing to, willing to risk losing that trade. Like the you look at it now, Dylan Cease is a scion candidate, probably for the next few years at least. Eloy Jimenez, if he can stay healthy, hits bombs and is a really good hitter. And Jose Quintana didn't work out on the Cubs, right? Like, but you had to be really willing to lose that trade to potentially get yourself another World Series didn't work out and it can you know set him back in a couple different places for a few years but at least you know at that point the Cubs were going for it and I guess you can commend them for that mm-hmm. um, they just made the bad trade 
Galvin316 says uh, this is the same fan base that complains about Gliber for uh, Roldis. I don't I don't know uh, anyone don't, that complains about that. You're crazy if you complain about that, too. I, I, I don't know Gliber. anyone that wouldn't crazy. make that trade 100 times out of 100. Yes. Know. It helps you win the more. Now, yeah. Brady points out there's always the Fernando Tatis for James Shields deal. That, of course. That's one you really don't want to make. Yes. Yeah. No, well, no matter how we, bad it's gone when recently. When you mentioned Dylan Cease, though, yeah, that trade sucks. But you know what's different now about the Cubs – Farm system is that they have an overload of arms. They yeah. could they could move they could move Jordan Wicks, and I'd still feel okay because you know what they got Cade Horton coming in a couple of years. They got DJ Hers down there. They got they got they got all kinds of arms, and I don't know if any of them are going to turn into your number one starter ace type guy. With, with the way that they're 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 building it down there and all the money they invested into into trying to build that, like. I, I can say goodbye to Jordan Wicks if that means we're getting Rafael Devers. Man. Right, and it, it's all about <laughs> – yeah. it. really, it is all about what that player you get back turns out to be. For sure. You know, if if Quintana was actually Justin Verlander at that time, the Cubs probably aren't sitting here going, well, we lost Dylan Cease and – No. Eloy Jimenez. Like, it's probably not a whole Verlander. <laughs> and and your, yep. your outcome might have been different yeah. yep. than it well, was with Quintana. So. Anyways, it's it's fun to – somebody in the chat was talking about how fans and media are terrible at suggesting yes. trades, which is all of us, it's, right? I mean, that's everybody except for the front office. Yes, that's who, it could be. by the way, also sometimes awful at what they offer and don't offer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. we're all bad at it. Be- yeah. Why? Because prospects in baseball are difficult to predict. Volatile. Yeah. That's a good word. I mean, it's just – Volatile. Yeah. It's just not a, it's not a proven thing. Although I will say <laughs> again, I believe it's easier to predict that now than it was 15 years ago just because there's so much more information. There's so many more analytics. Mm-hmm. Um but how many people had Morel coming up and doing a nice job last year? That's true. Not too many. Yeah. And the other difference is all of us mm-hmm. sitting out here in the seats looking onto the field we have more information than we've ever had before. So that's why uh, it's a more hot-button issue than it was yeah. before. And we still yeah. can't predict it. No, yeah. no, I'm just saying. <laughs> so like, but, like, we at least know the names of James Triantos, whereas 15 years ago you wouldn't even have known the yeah. name. Unre- kind of unrelated to the trade, because what I'm about to say has nothing to do with trading for Devers. But, you know, last couple of days I've talked about my frustration with the fact that the Cubs have missed out on a lot of these second-tier guys. Showing that they have confidence and, you know, morale uh, continually to, you know, continue what he did last season, you know, become a better player in 2023. And, you know, I guess, you know, I still I still think probably Mancini is going to be the first baseman. But, you know, they have high hopes for Mervis and they have they probably we don't know, but they probably still have high hopes for Davis and um, and Canario, because if if they didn't. Then I think they would have they would have been a little bit more aggressive, and you can look at it one way. You can look at it as, um, you know, a big market team playing small market, or you can look at it as like I'm saying, like the Cubs are are feeling very good about what they have growing on the farm. So it it's all it's either going to look bad or it's going to look great, depending on if the Cubs win or not. So either way, I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way to to support this team in 2023, but. I, it's just an interesting way to look at it whenever you talk about how the teams made moves this offseason. And some guys might be high on, you know, 
Davis or or whoever. And some, some guys, guys might just be high. Yeah, yeah that's true. Robbie's always high. Robbie's on the chat. So yeah, Vega four twenty with the it, it with just, the leaf in his yeah marijuana leaf in his picture. So, so I sure think he is. in relating all of what I just said to the trade for Devers is a lot of people are high on PCA and you don't want to move PCA and and all these other names that we've mentioned, right? But I think when you can get a guy of the caliber of Rafael Devers, I think you have to be willing to move anything. Especially at his age. But the amount of pieces you're going to have to move, I think you can argue because, again, one year left. Going into a walk year. Yeah. So. I mean, it's it's definitely, a, a as far as trading goes, mm-hmm. the pa- it's not going to be a Juan Soto-level package. No. Solely because of the years and the, the the control remaining. But, I don't know, I... I'm like reading the chat. And I'm like eight years, three hundred and twenty million dollars. Like, yeah, that's the topic coming up. Needle no. wax and some of the guys that could honestly, <laughs> that could be as big a sticking point as the prospects. Is what kind of deal does he want that the Red Sox aren't willing to do? Right? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Vago. Vago four twenty. He was waiting for you. Did a Del massive Salto. dab while waiting on Del Sapo to show up to the show. He was, he was dabbing. Yeah, that's there right. You go. <laughs> He's the dab king. <laughs> Uh, you know, anyways, yes, Brady, we'll, we'll do our, we're getting to our slogans here in a second, but first the ComEd energy efficiency program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. ComEd energy offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across our territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade their outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights. They can learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through mobile devices and track your facility's energy usage and more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor, outdoor lighting, and networked lighting controls, making these projects even more cost-effective than ever before. Visit comed.com slash poweringbiz now to start saving money and energy. And to start a project, contact us at 1-855-433-2700. For more information, you can also email businessee at comed.com or publicsectoree at comed.com. And when you get those lights on from ComEd, you need to have your shady rays. Oh, look, Luke's got a shady rays on. I brought Cody. mine in and I brought him in. You get, no, you're odd mine man are, out. Mine are over by my backpack. Uh, you should have had Sean get them for you like the, I did. Should've. See how the light's not going to get behind oh, these man. when I go fishing? I can look right into our our you know our, our studio lights and it doesn't even hurt. I feel naked right now. Because of my shady rays. <laughs> shady rays never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change it. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall. Because our friends at Shady Rays have you covered. Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone in every lifestyle. The best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear, lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Drop in a lake, off a cliff, anything, they'll replace them. Even with that strong of a protection program... They still manage to make quality that I can tell you holding in my hand or wearing on my head, or Luke can probably tell you himself too, seems just as good as any expensive pair that I have ever worn. Shady Rays customers seem to agree with over 200,000 five-star reviews. Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have donated over 20 million meals to date. They stand behind their product and told our team that if anyone has a problem, they throw profit out the window and do what it takes to get it right. 
You get free returns and exchanges. You either love the shades or Shady Rays will pay to ship them back. That's it. And now, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That's buy one, get one free, BOGO. You can get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem that code CHGO for 50% off only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades. I see... uh McBaconator is now trying to pile on the old guy. Just because I'm wearing Maverick. Maverick shades. He did call me Maverick. But he's saying, why is he wearing a weird shirt? Dude, it's just a flannel. Yeah, I like flannels. If, you know what? Here's the deal. If you don't like it, it doesn't matter. Fashion's about wearing what you want to wear. If yeah. you're worried about what other people are wearing <laughs> and what other people think about you're wearing, you're a loser. <laughs> That's what that is. Like, you got to set your own trends. You got to set your own trends what you feel good in, what feels comfortable to you. Some people don't even care what it looks like. They just want it to feel good. That's the trend that's going on, right? That was beautiful, Luke. It's more about about what it feels like. Yeah, that was beautiful. For me, I got got plenty of suits sitting at home. Why am I not wearing them? They're not as comfortable as this. Exactly. You only have one life. Be who you want to be. That's right. Cub how you want to cub, be who you want to be. I like. Yeah, I mean, I'll wear expensive suits if you want me to wear expensive suits, but no, I don't, no, I don't. that seems kind of pointless, doesn't it? I will say, the first time I saw you and you weren't wearing a suit, I was like, "Wow, this is weird." But you that's because like, I only that, saw right? you on TV with suits on. So yeah, well, n- no suit, you know, just finished. a little bit, a little bit of facial hair, not clean shaven. It's like mm-hmm. I don't remember wearing a hat. It was, it was, it was oh, he's saying good. it looks good on me, but Maverick is wearing leather. Oh, true. Uh, that's, that's true. Uh, that's true. Well, that's fair. He's also Tom Cruise, you know. <laughs> he can afford it. That's right. Um, he can afford the leather. I can't afford the leather anymore. Did you guys see Michael Cerami's tweet today related to Zip's projections on homers? Yeah. So what do, you, guys? what do you – I did not. It, it was just about guys are going to hit home runs. It had wisdom as the most likely to lead the team in home runs. There's that. And what was the number, 26? Yep. And then a the follow-up question is – would that be enough for the Cubs to win if their leading home run guy hit 26? It was more – his right? question was more of over or under. Like, do you think that for it each goes – guy? Up? Yeah, and he had wisdom for 26. I'll go I think. under on wisdom. He had I don't think Hap, he'll play enough to hit 26. He, he had Hap and Saya and someone else at 21. Hap, Saya, and Mervis at 21. Yeah, Mervis. Bellinger at 18. And, and then Morel at 19. 19. And he asked over under. And – out of all those, I would say the over on Saya for sure. I, I think Saya goes over 20. I think I'd go over on Swanson, too. What was his number? Oh, yeah, and he had 23 for Swanson, yeah. So uh, Saya, had, Saya was 21, Swanson was 23. I'd probably go over on both those two. I, I agree. I'll, I'll try and go over on both. Well, we'll, we'll have our preseason predictions after yeah. we see what I'd happens. I'd say under on Wisdom, tactically. though, too. I don't know if he's – I don't – he's definitely going to fall down in at bats. But – Unless he's the starting third baseman opening day, of course. And what was the number on Bellinger? 18. If he hits 18 yeah. home runs, I think you're satisfied with that <laughs> no, signing, by the way. You're 100% satisfied. Right? Like, he's, he's lived up so to Zips, it and probably movable at the deadline Zips if you're not in it. believes that Cody Bellinger is going to get back to some sort of... Reunited good, with his hitting coach. Yeah, like, he's, he's going to get back to some sort of good baseball player form, so... Hey, if a computer is going to tell me that, then I'll believe it. <laughs> I guess wisdom, wisdom is a tough one. If he does play enough. Yeah, it, it's he, a lot about playing time, yeah, I think. Yeah. I, like, I, does, will he hit that many if he's playing every day? Yes. 
But mm-hmm. I think it's very possible if they well, – we still don't know who's going to necessarily play third base. But if, if yeah. they find a third baseman and he's just splitting time at first – He's not gonna have I'd, the playing time. Then he wouldn't have. Well, then he wouldn't have the playing time to do it. And it's also if they sign a first baseman, he's probably stuck at third base in a rotation somehow. It's if they sign a third baseman, find, sign a first baseman. You gotta find Morel to play. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 like, I, I don't think he's gonna play enough to hit that many. Yeah. Right now probably. at third base, I feel like it's just gonna be either Wisdom or Morel playing there every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's that's what we're, like it, it's it's if if say they don't sign Mancini, don't sign another third baseman, it's gonna be those two. When Morel plays third, Wisdom can probably move over to first base, you know, yeah. or DH, whatever. However, that I, that that shapes out. And I out. honestly don't mind Morel at third, but he's got some throwing problems from over. He's gonna there. have to. So work hopefully, on some he's things. worked on that this offseason to get yeah. better. And and of course, they want to use him all around the field anyway, too. So consistency but if he's would gonna, help him if he was at just like third and maybe mm-hmm. one other position. Yeah, but I think as far as fielding the ball. He's great. We saw him play very a very good second. He's athletic short. enough. Yeah, he's sure. athletic. But can he can he can he make the throws from third to first at a decent level? Uh, that's that remains to be seen. So, yeah, I mean, it's just it was interesting. I you know the Zips projections we kind of talked about them before last week, right? But looking at those types of numbers and stuff, it's. It's it's interesting how they come up with yeah. that. That's you, you said Magical's projected one home run. Yeah, Magical's like, projected like one. Odds. Well, that's what we predicted last year too. I like those. We odds. just wanted like three for our over under for Madrigal combined with Nico, yeah. right? And all we got was Nico. I think because yeah. didn't Joey said eleven it like, was the number. I thought. I think he yeah. said it like ten and a half, eleven something. Yeah, like that. they set Nico at seven. I think he goes year. over. I think so too. I would, I would seven home over. runs for this year. Yeah, I take for twenty twenty three. Yeah, I would pound the over. Pounding the over. Yeah. Because the lineup will be better, which means better opportunities for him, more fastballs probably. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, time yeah. for slogans. Yeah, let's do the Slogan slogans. Time. You ready? Slogans. So let's start with our 2022 slogans first. Again, it was It's Different Here, hmm. which worked out multiple ways for the Cubs last <laughs> season, right? Um, so these are Cody's 2022 Cubs slogans. Okay. If you had to rename the slogan, yeah. it's different here. These are ones you're suggesting. Yes. In hindsight, uh, they could go back and call last season. Yes. Uh, every season for me is just vibes. Um, there you go. That vibes. Right. Yeah, vibes. Uh, yeah. King of uh, vibes. And then uh, the slogan for, if anything, the most sl- the, the the number one slogan for me for this year was, it's just nice to win one. Um, and... <laughs> Rossi's boys don't quit. The amount of times that Luke said that. We said all three of those. Yeah. Yeah. We Rossi. said all three of those on podcasts it's just, a lot. It's just nice to win one. <laughs> yeah. Rossi's boys don't quit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'll tell you what. That 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 is one thing you could say about this group is is I guess they, you know, thirty nine and thirty one in the second half, right? Like they, yeah. they kind of battled to the They always end. played hard. And that's why yeah. I always like didn't understand all the hate for David Ross during a lot of part of the season. Cause I like he was given the roster he was given, and yeah. you know, like what? What can? How can you blame the manager for a lot of that? I, to me, the manager's all about if can you manage a bullpen and can you get guys to play for you? Yeah, and and even last season wasn't the the year to determine if he could do that or not. Like he's there was yeah. a lot of times where he was throwing guys like you know like Eric Goldman, who just I think he got DFA'd recently. I'm not mistaken. He did. Um, yeah. uh, there was times where he'd throw him out for multi- multiple innings just to see if he could do it. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, there was a lot of evaluation going yeah, on as much as sure. there was trying to figure out 
trying to win a game. Win the game. And then yeah. when you trade away basically your entire bullpen yeah. and try to restart it, well, yeah, the matchups aren't going to be as ideal no. as they would have been. Yeah. But it still worked out sometimes okay. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's the season it was. So, mm-hmm. Oh, here are mine. Okay. These are, your, these are Ryan's 2022 Cubs slogans. Yeah. Replacing, it's different here. Yeah, so the first one was, uh, at least there's beer. And I, that's, in, in Slack, I specified that's the first half. That's uh, right. When right. It, oh, when, yeah. it was, when it was really bad, right. you know, there's a 10-game losing streak. There was a, a 9 that almost was a 10-game losing streak. Yeah. Um, it was bad in the first half. So, at yeah. least there's beer. You know, you go, and that's like, you know, the start of summer. You go to the you, – you get you go you have good vibes at Wrigley Field, but you also have a few beers uh, to get you through the pain. Number two <laughs> was marching to 63. That was the second half. <laughs> Yes. Um, as they, they got this, there. This is plagiarism. <laughs> the third one is plagiarism. Oh, get out of here. The, the, like, um, marching, well, I'm, I'm, let me, number two, marching to 63, That's that was our whole thing. What was it, September 20th we determined? March to was, 63, yeah. Was the, was the we got day. the champagne out and celebrated here. <laughs> was the March day. March to 63. <laughs> but we that avoided was second, 100 losses, baby. That's that's what the second half, that's what mattered the second half was just them avoiding the 100 losses yeah. And you know they again they were better I mean, they won seventy four games so like yeah. as much as we were like they just got to get to sixty three <laughs> there was a point where like can they get to like eighty like yeah. I remember that so there you that go that was a good dream that was uh <laughs> that was fun and yeah number three cub how you want to cub it's um Luke can claim plagiarism but I think I, I know, mean he, as a man as a journalist he didn't put you know, it he didn't put himself it. in the press box plagiarism <laughs> he didn't put just, it in the slack I almost had a heart attack when you said my, that I was like what my goodness <laughs> he didn't put it in the slack so I took goodness, it my goodness. Um, cub how you want a cub. You can be mad about the season. You could be happy that guys developed. Cub how you want a cub. <laughs> Galvin three sixteen says twenty twenty three can be. If you get marquee, you'll see. We're not to twenty twenty three yet. We're Yelsa's. still we're still talking about the twenty twenty two. I knew Colada was going to have one here. Twenty twenty two. Ricketts didn't spend. Cubs didn't contend. <laughs> oh my god. Twenty twenty three. Ricketts won't. That, that's spend. pretty Cubs good. Won't contend. Oh mine. Um. Mine for twenty twenty two. Simmons. To VR to Schwindel. Yep. It doesn't quite have the ring of Tinker to Evers to Chance, uh, <laughs> but Simmons to VR to Schwindel was early in the season a lot of what we were going with. Uh, we had Cup Snake with us because I saw a lot of Cup Snake videos oh, on yeah. Twitter, right? That's yeah. great. Yep, yep. There, were, there were the Cup Snake Patrol out there. Yeah. Uh, guys was chopping. It? What year was it they were like trying to outlaw Cup Snakes? Was that last year? No, it was like in 2018, 2019. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is gross. Yeah, they outlawed it and then backwashed, they, dripping I on think other because people. Because of how bad the team was, they were like, "Fuck it, y'all, y'all, y'all can do it." Yeah, again. <laughs> say at least you're here. But and yeah, then, it is. It is disgusting, but it's tradition. It's just it, that's why it's different here, as they say. That's right. So I tried to go positive with my third one. Pitching powers us, right? Because mm-hmm. we saw Keegan, we saw Steele, we saw Wisniewski, mm-hmm. we saw guys, we saw Hughes. So you started to see at the end of the season as. Well, heck, even the rotation was one of the best in baseball the second half of the season. You could start to see the flip in the organization as the attention goes to building through arms. And maybe it's not the best arms yet coming up, but you could start to see that it was starting to develop. And Matthew has a point here. I was My honorable mention was it should have been, let's just go get ice cream. <laughs> let's just go get ice cream, yep. So, yes, we... Or can we ice cream social now? Mm-hmm. Would have been another one. That would have yeah. been positive. Perhaps that could be 2023 if things don't go how we hope. 
Yeah, I mean, there's definitely there's <laughs> definitely potential for that for more ice cream socials in 2023. God, we can say that. At least we'll have shorter games. Yeah, I mean that. You know that was one of my slogans. I just wasn't gonna. Yeah, I didn't go there, but I. Shorter games would. All right. <laughs> All right. So now Cody's got his 2023 20. slogans. This is something we could suggest to the Cubs mm-hmm. at Cubs convention, maybe ahead of time in case they want to build a big video. You know, they always do the big video at Cubs mm-hmm. convention on Friday, uh, which is just you know a couple weeks away now. Yeah. Wow. So uh, my first one is vibes, uh, because <laughs> vibes. Right. Uh huh. Cubs one twenty Friday. Summer vibes. All right. Um. Okay. The next one, uh, shorter games means less pain. Um. So if they do suck, uh, you know, at least the short, the shorter games. Yeah. So I don't have to sit here for four hours and and try and keep Luke from falling asleep. Right. Or uh, gaining thirty pounds in ice cream. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And then uh, finally, it's a good day to go one and zero. A lot of people have asked me this, and the OGs know that that's my that's my go to when the Cubs are good or when I think that they can win a game is. It's a good day to go. And when they're not, it's I'm ready to be hurt again. Yes. Okay. Whenever, whenever I have no hope and that I'm dead inside, it's I'm ready to be hurt again. <laughs> but whenever I'm optimistic and positive, it's a good day to go one and zero. Julian making the live chat instead of watching at two a.m. Woo! Wow. Thanks go. for all you guys do. We appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for tuning Thanks in, for, in at two a.m. Supporting too. us. Two a.m. Love it. Yeah, Matthew says he remembers pounding ice cream. Oh yeah, mostly with you guys, but I was here for a couple times. Uh, the whole second half. Of the <laughs> there's season. still some. Uh, there's still some in the freezer. Yeah, it's covered in a giant block of ice now because yeah. it's an yeah, older it refrigerator freezer, freezer over there. Well, the Cubs started winning in the second half, yeah. so like, it was not. It was less opportunities for ice cream. It became a shtick where when the Cubs would blow a lead, I'd go do a video of me going to the freezer <laughs> to get the ice cream. Currently, the the uh, the chocolate chip cookie dough that I bought is in there. It's in this block of ice, and someday, like a dinosaur, it will be chipped away, and somebody will be like, what is this? This is an ice cream carton from 2022. Uh, all right. Like Joel's comment. He says Culver's really salvaged the middle of the season. Well, I yeah. feel like we could have a sponsorship there. Yeah. No free ads. They are Wisconsin. Let's Culver's. Fine. No free ads. Let's Culver's. Let's, let's Culver's. All right, here's, Culver's. This is Ryan's 2023 all right. Cubs slogans. All right, my first one was uh, Let's Play Two oh, Hours. Brilliant. There you go. Brilliant. Uh, there you go. Brilliant. I, I, I'm already adopting that one. <laughs> Pitch clock coming into play here. Um, I, if we can get closer to two hours and three on average, I'll be a happy I'll be a happy camper. And I'm sure everyone else in the press box will. Uh, number two, nobody out. I said, like, that, was it 2021 was everybody in the slogan? Something no, like that, No, it was that, like right? 2017. Every, everybody in. I can't match the years to that stuff. I can't. I, can't, I know the 2017 slogans, or 2018 I, I have no was that. time concept No, 2017 was That's Cub. Everyone hated that. Okay. 2018 was Everybody okay, In. Okay, whenever was Everybody In. That was a good – that was a real good one. I don't, mm. I don't know that everyone's going to be in this year, but the Cubs got to hope that nobody's out at least. So nobody mm. out. That's a slogan. And number three, hugs, not injury bugs. You know, you guys ever seen like those the hugs, not drugs or something like yeah. that? You could do hugs, hugs, not injury bugs, pugs, not injury bugs, um, nugs, like chicken nuggets, nugs, not injury bugs, stuff like that. Um, the Cubs are going to hope for a, a, a lot less injuries, uh, especially sort of their pitching staff this season. So there's there's 2023 slogan. I still think let's play two hours. Let's play two hours, hours is, is, my, is my so far one. one of my all-time favorites. That's my, um, that's my I don't one. remember what I had. Oh, well, I, I have a couple. Uh, so for 2023, I think their first one should be announcing at Cubs convention, we are tank-free in 2023, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because yeah. the tanks have to be over. I don't want to be dealing, like, massive parts of the roster at the deadline. I, I, I want to see the Cubs be good enough 
that they're at least standing pat at the deadline mm-hmm. and thinking, all right, let's see how it plays out. Maybe we get to the postseason or they add a guy. If if I'm doing stock up, stock down in May, I'm gonna need a I'm gonna need revived. I'm gonna need That I'm, should have been one of yours. It should have been the stock up, stock down slow. <laughs> like I, I I can't do stock up, stock down in May. I can't do it, guys. So uh, so my second one is instead of one day at a time, one Dansby at a time. Adding good players to the roster, whether that's the off season whether that's how they approach each game one Dansby at a time because he's told us it's all about winning. Mm-hmm. It's about winning and not building stats. If you have to strike out two guys to go six innings, that's the what you do as a pitcher. So one Dansby at a time. And then my third one is better together. Sort of like Cub together. But in this case, I'm just saying we're getting slowly better together right like they're slowly building the roster things are hopefully going to get a little better next year and we're all going to be back together like we're we're a divided fan base we we have a divided fan base because of the losing and the path that the team has taken right only dan's i like that only dan's (laughs) you watch you watch them try and obvious shirts i think joe do this but you know if he tries to steal my Simmons to VR to Schwindel. You <laughs> can't tell me that wouldn't be a hot seller. Think of all the people who would want to wear that shirt. I mean, I guess I kind of took his, like, he, uh, they have a It's a Vibe shirt. Just yeah. a shirt that says It's vibe? a Vibe. That's why mine's oh. just vibes. Well, you know how, Steve, you know how, you know how <laughs> Joe made your very, uh, the Steve obvious uh-huh. shirt? I want, I'm going to, I'm going to hit him up, see if he can make me the Let's Play Two Hours. Hours. Shirt. That's good. <laughs> I like, me. I would buy that one. Let's Play Two Hours. <laughs> just for me. Are there any uh, honorable mentions or anybody in the chat? Well, Matthew Gregory says beer, bleachers, and belly bombs. There you go. He also like said that. beer chugs, not injury bugs. I do like that one. There you go. That's yeah. Cub. That was one, wasn't it? Yeah. Only oh, Dan's well, is not bad. always next year. That's been the slogan for literally Christian. I mean, uh, you can <laughs> try not to suck works for every season. Yeah. Try, if you want to change it, try to be better. There you go. There you go. Try to be that better. That goes in with your better together one. How about it's closer to happening? <laughs> it's closer to ha- again. For for Colada, it could just always just be Ricketts. Ricketts is cheap. Yeah, like, that's, that's that's the slogan for Colada. That's Colada's his slogan, slogan for 22, <laughs> 23, uh, 24. Uh, oh, yeah. Anyways, uh, that was fun. Cody, do you have a DraftKings pick of the week for us? Uh, yeah. You know, tonight I'm taking Villanova plus 12.5 against UConn on the road. Uh, it was 14 and a half yesterday. It's moved down to 12 and a half. Villanova's playing well right now. UConn haven't really been tested by a program like this one yet. So give me 12 and a half points. I think they can, I think they can lose by less than 13 at UConn tonight. So that's my pick of the week. Bulls, perhaps you get a free, you get a free, uh, that's a shirt. You get a Bulls, f- comma, perhaps, <laughs> question mark? There you go. Uh, <laughs> you, get, you get a free – you basically get a free NBA bet tonight on DraftKings. All you got to do is opt in. And if it – I don't know what the, the limit is. It will tell you when you opt in, uh, if you go look at all the terms and stuff. Whatever – if you bet the Bulls tonight, if it's the, the first NBA bet you make, if you bet the Bulls money line, they're like plus 190 against the Bucks. I think at home – who they've already beat this year, the Bucks. Uh, 
if it loses, you get your money back. So, you know, you don't know what you're going to get out of this Bulls team, but that is one of the cool promos on DraftKings today. Yeah. I well, like if you it. want a Mizzou pick of the week, uh, Mizzou, Kentucky, SEC, SEC play, kicks mm. off today, over 148.5. I like it because Mizzou scores right. a lot and doesn't play a lot of defense. So, there you go. You're not going to take them to cover the three and a half at home. No, I'm going to I'm going to stick with the over and, and just see how the rest <laughs> of it plays. Mm. Uh, Game time, the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. If you've ever dreamed of sitting in a seat and you never thought you could, 50 yard line, court side, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert, it's possible. All with the Game Time app. The biggest last minute price drops can be found on seats that you thought you could never buy, and you won't find a better deal. This season on those Red Hot Bulls tickets. Created by the fans for the fans, guaranteeing the lowest price. If you love CHGO, you're going to love Game Time. It's the best way to support us. Find your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Game Time. Uh, what do we got? How much time we got left? Five minutes. Six Five minutes. minutes tops. Yeah, six Yes, wow. Matthew, Ryan is a big Drew Locke guy. He I'm won't let Drew us Locke forget guy. that he went to Mizzou. He says it all the time in this you office. Know, you know who would have made the Broncos a better team this year? Drew Locke. <laughs> Just saying. If Perhaps. Broncos fans, if our DNVR <laughs> friends could go back and have Drew Locke as quarterback right now, they would do it. Oh, no, 100%. Yeah, I think so. Not Try because of Drew Locke, just because of Russell Wilson. Try to yeah. tell him. And they'd have all their picks back. That's right. And they wouldn't be investing all that money into yeah. one guy. They'd yeah. have a top five pick coming. Yeah. Try to tell you. Leave it to Ricketts to still sell us tickets. Oh, Cody Del Window, Matthew says, should be. I like that. That's a shirt you could have. I need that. I'll wear it every time I win a bet. Shout out to Mike Dubs, too. He likes my pick of the week. I need need all that energy. Because Vag has been in the chat shitting on me the entire (laughs) entire show. Rhonda, how you doing? Good to (laughs) see Rhonda in the chat. Always there supporting. (laughs) Look at that picture Cody's got, by the way. We talk about suits and ties. Cody's buttoned up there. He's got. I was at a wedding in like 2018. So that wasn't the same. Looks like you're giving a TED talk or something, maybe. Mm, No, I was just caught in the wild at the wedding. Yeah, that's not the photographer. Yeah, that's not the salmon. No, no, no. That's not the salmon special. I was that picture. That picture that and that 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 is my YouTube channel picture. Um, The salmon one. No, but the one right there that you Hmm. see that everyone sees if they're on YouTube. I was in that wedding. I was forced to wear that. Dapper Del Metrics oh, is what they call that. Dapper Del Metrics. Okay. Uh, this is lud- literally ludicrous. Stop with all this talk of making deals for people. Man, don't tell us what to do. Westman, don't, don't tell like, us how to trade. Don't tell <laughs> us how to come. We're sitting here five days a week just having a good time. Yeah, we're having mm. good vibes. Good time. We got, vibes. We got vibes. Yeah. We got 142 people watching. Oh, Matthew Gregory yes. liked to point out he's wearing he is wearing a suit in that photo. Very nice. Yes. Pain. Pain. Oh yeah, it's facts. I, I, I wish like I could it. see both photos a little bit closer because a good tie is judged on the dimple. You think so? If you don't have your dimple underneath the knot, it's not a good knot. And yeah. if you don't have the dimple centered directly, even on both sides, it's not a good knot. Yeah, that's the key to a tie. You you said dimple, right? Dimple. Okay. Dimple, yeah. Just making sure. Now everyone, mention, now everyone thinks Ludacris is coming. Luda. Wait. Luda. Luda. Oh, nice. Are we, uh, 
going to mention this, Sean Murphy. Yeah, let, let's do it. We got three minutes. So the, the Braves have an extension for Sean Murphy. All, all I thought of when I saw that was get Nico signed. Yeah, man. Yeah. Get Nico signed. And, and Hap goes the same story, but Nico's the younger guy. That would be my first priority, but both would be a priority before yeah, the mean, season starts. Nico feels like the one that, like, you, especially if you could buy out his arbitration years, you get it done, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you're, you're, just, you're telling him, like, we're invested in you. Like, we're not going to fight you on this pretty much. Like, we're going to give you this money guaranteed through your arbitration years and however long they do after that. Um, that feels like the priority. Hap, I'm still, like, I'm not 100% sold that they – like, I, I do believe they believe in what he did – but I'm also not 100% sold. They may not be looking for a trade partner or any of that stuff. Um, I, I do, if it was me, I would probably be interested in doing an extension with Hap. I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't know for sure how the front office is looking at it. So. Yeah, is it too early to think about that for Justin Steele? Well, he's what, 27, 28? Yeah. I, how many years of control left? Like, just saying, you just see how expensive pitchers get. Like, yeah. Yeah. How many years of, of Justin Steele are you actually going to get? Yeah, yeah. He peaked peaked kind of late. Yeah. So like I don't no, know. I know. Like, that's why I asked. Like it, yeah. it might be. The only question I have before we get off here, obviously. Um. So after the Sean Murphy deal, Jeff Passan kind of put it all into one tweet. Said Austin Riley signed. This is the Braves. Obviously, Braves have club control uh, of Austin Riley through 2023 or 33. <laughs> Michael Harris the second through 2032. Matt Olson through 2030. Sean Murphy through 29. Spencer Strider through 29, Acuna through 28, Von Grissom through 28, Ozzie Albies through 27, Kyle Wright through 26, and Max Fried through 2024. What I, the Cubs tried to do. It's it's like it's great that they are able to – I don't know, like, what car salesman, like, thing, they a convention they went to to yeah. learn these learn these skills to sell the, to sell these guys on, on, on signing these deals. But I'm also like, what happens if, if a lot of these – like, if half this, that lineup regresses – or doesn't develop what anymore. What happens if they like They just yeah. kind of get stuck with that. So or I, or Eloy or even Luis. Like the White Sox are a good example of the the the, the issue if things don't go yeah, well. If you with they all, all sound like they, it sounds like a good idea and it sounded like a good trend, but it can also not work out. Yeah. That said, the Braves are really good, and they've been really good. And the contracts, I think, of those ones that you mentioned. The, the one that they got Acuna and oh Albies on was like they were like the Braves, like like the agents for those two guys. Those guys are morons. Like why did they let <laughs> why did they let those guys do those deals? But again, credit to the Braves. My whole point or my whole thought depends on how bad these players need money early I guess, on. Yeah, I mean sometimes that's just a fact of life. I will I will say this this the the thing that makes me. I guess see see that tweet that Ryan just read. When I see that tweet, all it makes me think of is I am just ready to, to move on. No, I'm ready to move on. You know, like everyone, like every day in the chat, there is at least one person that still says, oh, I miss Javi. Oh, I miss Rizzo. Oh, I miss Bryant. We should have kept this guy. Whatever. Every single day, it's it, – Every single day almost. And the reason being is because the Cubs can't find a way to extend guys and they aren't winning. You know what? The Braves let Swanson go. They let Freeman go, even though that might have been on Freeman's agent, whatever. 
But you know what? People moved on. You know why? Because they win and they continue to develop guys and they find a way to extend other guys anyway. That's just all. That's all I want the Cubs to do. Yeah. I just want the Cubs to find a way to keep core guys and and be a consistent winner. That's that's literally all I want them to do. I'm not asking to win yeah. the World Series every year. I'm just asking you to not be a disaster. Well, that's the thing. If you can, <laughs> if you're, if you can develop your future core, like the Cubs did this last time. If you can develop your own future core guys, so mm-hmm. you can sign them for. I mean, if they can somehow pull off deals that the Braves are doing more power to the Cubs and more power to yeah. Jed and the rest of the front office. But if you can sign them for, you know, relatively at market, maybe even a little under under market contract extensions, all the rest of that money goes into signing those other stars in areas that they need them. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, that's just what the Cubs, that, that's the ideal scenario for any team, really. And those guys are, the guys we talked about for the Braves, a lot of them have a more proven sample size than Nico Horner does. Not that I wouldn't mm-hmm. sign Nico, I would. I'm just saying, like, yeah, they signed a bunch of guys. The Cubs don't have those guys necessarily a, a group that large to give those deals to you just yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. I am surprised Cody didn't go with ready to be hurt again in 2023. Yeah, I, thought, I, I thought that was going to be one. But I'm optimistic. You can only do year. three. So. That's I'm, his honorable I'm optimistic mention. for next year. Staying right? positive. Uh, thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sports book. Make sure you download the app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Ryan and I are back with the pitch doctor tomorrow. I'm taking a vacation day tomorrow. Cody's leaving us. Cody's taking off. He's saying so long, 2022. Uh, We will see you tomorrow. Ryan and I will. And until then. See you all in 2023. Fly the W.